Please be advised, this series contains harsh language and references to potentially triggering material, including mention of suicide, self-harm, abuse of both drugs and alcohol, and discussions on religion. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone, it is I, Ginger, aka one of your editors, aka Murph, your best friend, and etc. I just wanted to state that this is going to be a three-part episode because the session was so long, it had to be broken up into three episodes. Also, I apologize for the delay in getting this episode up. It was a bit of a bear to edit due to some technical difficulties throughout the recording. I tried to keep everyone up to date on our Twitter. We are at oddtroop, that is O-D-D-T-R-O-U-P-E. You can tweet at us there to yell at Murph for her poor life decisions, or maybe you're like everybody I know and you want to just yell admiration at Vincent. That's perfectly acceptable too. Thank you to everyone who has been listening so far. We certainly appreciate it. Like what you're hearing and know anyone else that might feel the same way, maybe you'd consider sharing the show around or leave us a rating on your friendly neighborhood podcasting service. These reviews truly do help us grow. Stay safe and stay healthy, friends. Last time on Ombligo del Diablo, our party gathered up their strength once again. Val had a drink and quality time with Oliver. Oliver was a doctor and puppet master. Jamie got armed and made arms. Murph cracked and resolved to become the second best shot in town. Vincent showed some vulnerability and taught some very important lessons. Eaton was released from the hospital and we all raised some concerns. Today we make moves to sell our ill-gotten gains. I believe that there are two other orders of business that the people were interested in attending to. One of those was a desire to speak with Samuel. Goddamn right. Another was the dealing with a diamond, which I believe that one was to be discussed by Jamie and Oliver as to how best to go about that. Jamie, Oliver, and Murph, of course. Hi, I'm involved. I was just wondering which uh, which of the two paths you wanted to address before the evening, I or which would you want to do first? Diamond. Yeah, we should probably go ahead and take care of that. Hopefully, I yeah, that's been lingering a long time to pay off a demon. <laughs> okay, so you have a geologist who understands the diamond. You have a person that might be able to sell it. Right. So I need to do a praise check. Or what I think that Oliver should be shooting for? Yes, intelligence, science, geology will give it will give a bonus if you have a specialization in that. The well cut side is just like a perfectly cut diamond that's going to be worth money, but the other one is like spooky rock. Yes, a gem of unusual qualities. So, Matt, give me an appraise check. Either science or finance plus intelligence. Three successes. You're able to write up, in official terms, details of the diamond's quality and estimated price range for uh, what the minimum you should accept is, and you give that to Oliver. As far as the other gem, give me a intelligence plus a cult on that. Ah, yeah, more dice. What are we looking at aiming for here on the diamond? So the diamond 
should go for between ten and twenty thousand uh, in a black market sale. Two successes on the gem of mysterious properties. Yep. If it was polished just right, it might be good to make a lens out of. If you needed to see things that did not want to be seen. Essentially, it'd be useful as a material component to create talismans for visually based effects. Okay. I uh, relay that. I feel like we should definitely not sell that one, right? Do you feel like you could uh, possibly put any of that theory into effect sometime? Because if so, you might be able to make it into something even more valuable. Well, we might want to hold on to it if we make it into that thing, but yeah, I could work with it. Very well. I've been meaning to, I've been putting out some feelers lately, and I feel like I've got a good pull for this. Uh, I'm going to roll my contacts because he would say he has a good idea, whether the idea is good or not. Manipulation plus either finance or streetwise plus contacts. I just look at him with a quirked eyebrow. Uh, I'm going to spend two willpower on that. Hashtag plus. Oh, shoot. Really? Four willpower? I mean, four dice then? Yes. Yes. Well, not, not excellent, but good. Five successes total. Five successes total? All right. Divide those between reliability and resources. Yeah. The, uh, Finance. Yes. Uh, Their desire for the gem slash ability to, to provide. Okay, uh, I'm basically going to put three in finance and two in reliability. With a four in the finance department, you could get the maximum price with very few questions asked. Hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like to think that that uh, bless came out as that look that I was giving you with the quirked eyebrow of just you being like, oh, yeah, well, I could talk to that guy. Um, maybe that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to? No, I think he just instinctually gets the, oh, I guess this, this, this good, this good, good baby. <laughs> I need to be. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do. I continue being three and two. Okay. All right. So your choices then. Do we still have like oil mogul gun nut guy? Yes, he is still an option. These new options are a bit more reliable. There is the curator of the private collections of a drug cartel big man. And there is also a wealthy gambler known as one of the most notorious women gamblers in the country. Oh, immediately, like, without even referencing the other ones? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Tina Relento. Now, there's this woman by the name of Tina Relento. I believe she has the means, and I know she's willing to take a chance or two. Also, I have some measure of confidence that she'd be the least likely to try to, uh, shoot us. Take a chance, Oliver? Oh, was that a strange turn of phrase? I, I'm, I meant to say that she is a gambler. I believe that she a might gambler? be slightly against you. Okay. So, are you calling her up? First, I want to go grab Vincent from his, his walkabout, make sure he's uh, correctly dosed with, you know, minimal painkillers, and uh, drive out of town where the nearest phone is. 
<laughs> Excellent. Slushy time. On the way, if she's interested. Wow, we're going full slushy. Want one? <laughs> uh, I'm going to like glance at my embodied shadow because I was having some lab work done. Give me a minute. If looking like she hasn't slept in days is just slushy, slushy, slushy. Yeah, j- just give me a minute. I gotta change my shirt. To the power of the slushies, pal. So Val, cha- Val changes her shirt and uh, dismisses her shadow. So yes, she's also going for slushies. Yes! Maybe also some, like, coffee or uh, energy drinks or just straight caffeine. You look like you've had enough caffeine there, Murph. Nah, not. I don't think it's possible to overdose on caffeine. So, who all yeah. makes it, it? Who all makes it on the grand trip to to that bastion of civilization, the gas station with the payphone? I, I think, think everybody everyone. was going. Was it? Wasn't everybody? Okay. I love that our quest hub is a gas station. <laughs> yes, it is what you guys call going into town. Okay, you guys arrive at the, at the gas station with no real trouble, and. The rest of them start loading up on snacks as Oliver makes it over to the payphone. What is the gas station called? Gas station? There's no... It's not like the chug and squeeze? You could discuss with the owner possibly naming it someday. Damn. But it looks like a branding opportunity, Oliver. <laughs> like, Oliver stops and, like, turns around. He's like, Perhaps I, no, I need to stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Slushies, everybody. Oliver, let's go. Have you ever heard of this, uh... Tina woman before? Have you ever come across her in your daring do's? Anyone who wishes to know whether they've ever heard of her must have at least one point of Streetwise, and give me a wit Streetwise roll. I got this. Okay, two successes? Indeed. Yeah. You have heard of Tina Relento. She is known for goading powerful people, primarily men, into strange and outlandish bets that most of them have lost. She was... A boat to her once. (laughs) She was known as a memorable beauty 30 years ago or so, and dresses with a style that borders on the stage magician in its flamboyance. I like her already. Do you call? For the record, I am finding all of the caffeinated things and hopefully pixie sticks. <laughs> of all places, this place probably has pixie sticks. Pixie sticks, straight sugar. It does. Mel and is trying to sneak stuff away from Murph. It also has a homemade candy counter, homemade taffy, uh, chocolate covered espresso beans, homemade strawberry chocolate. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> I just I don't I don't think I've seen anything so beautiful. In all my life. Mm. And Mal tries to sneak away a bunch of energy drinks from her. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea of uh, Murph putting stuff into the bag and Val walking behind her, taking it out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I ever notice this, ever, I just look at you with like a little eye twitch. And Val stares back. You, she has stared into the void. You think you could scare her? <laughs> Val, it is very important that I have that Red Bull. I have one of every flavor, and you took away the blueberry one. Murph, 
It is very important that you sleep at some point. Sleep is for the week. Why am I the one telling you this? Don't know. So, the old woman who runs the gas station with a big, white, curly poof of hair walks up to you and while you're in this conversation and taps Murph on the shoulder. She holds out her hand and there's three pieces of taffy in it. One is orange, one is caramel, and one appears to be a chocolate swirl. She She says, here, try one of these. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take that caramel one. Wow. Okay. So, talking, at least briefly, becomes extremely difficult, as your mouth is filled with j- delicious, gooey, gooey, incredibly thick taffy. Oh my god. You are a saint. And you are... Give me an awareness check. Excellent. Wits awareness. At a minus three. Zero successes. All right. You have become enamored with the candy counter and have forgotten all about the energy drinks which seem to be no longer in your bag. One of each of these things now. Yes. You have assembled a massive candy sampler. I think Uh, that I just literally just put the basket down in the middle of the aisle and just walk away. Which basket? Whatever basket I had with energy drinks that you had prepared for. I just set it down and just walk away. $20 later, you have a five-pound bag of just about every candy, at least one of each of every candy in the shop. The woman has been chatting you up about school, which she doesn't seem to realize is probably a little bit further back for you than than she seems to think it is. Yeah, I'm very used to this. Oh, yeah, no, uh, graduation right around the corner. Very excited about it. You know what? Graduating valedictorian. Huh? Pretty impressive, am I right? She is very impressed. This Alice is having a miniature crisis. Celebration. <laughs> All of this taffy is a celebration. <laughs> this is the same thing that happened in the mine. What? She which is, thing? <laughs> she is suspicious, but oh. isn't sure whether to say anything. She is having... A miniature anxiety attack. Just shoot the gas station lady. It really just... means us all harm. She was described see, too much. See, there were too many thing. adjectives. That's the thing. She's fucking weird. But also it seems to have had the effect that now Murph does, doesn't want all that stuff. Which is good. But also, last time I didn't say anything, people got killed. And I started to care about people. And I don't want to do that again. Uh, so yeah, no, a small, very quiet anxiety attack. All right, how are you going to handle it? Uh, stuffing Val, it in a box I'm... to deal with later. Val, I am getting in the white panel van that says "free." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, Elf, is this well, gas station made of candy, and we just haven't <laughs> noticed? It is. It is not. It is not. As you're there, you notice a, a vehicle pull up to the pump, and a guy walks in in a gray suit. Does he look at all familiar? No. No one you've met before. How do you guys react? Graduating class, like, you know, it's under 100 people. It's very small, and uh, just trying to come up with things that happened uh, about uh, six, seven years ago. 
miniature and panic attack continues. The guy walks up to the counter and he says, uh, Excuse me, sorry to interrupt. I'm trying to find uh, a town called Ombligo del Diablo. Would you mind know how I might get there? The old woman looks him up and down and, and she nods and, and she starts giving him directions. Give me int plus survival, if anybody has it. Technically, but I'm pretty sure the more intelligent people should take that role. Okie dokie. Yeah, show us, Sam. That'll be six successes, sir. She's directing the man a way that is probably the most guaranteed that he shall never come within sight of Ombligo del Diablo, should he follow those instructions. You're guessing in a few hours, he will find himself in some place in Nevada. Panic attack continues slightly higher. Uh, you know what? The guy thanks her and walks out of the building, back into his car, and takes off, driving the wrong direction. So Val is going to, through gritted teeth, ask her, So why did you tell him the wrong way? She's trying to be polite, without going, What the fuck are you?! Oh, I don't think he wanted to go there. It's not a good place for him. That tracks, I guess, maybe. Murph, are you done with your candy uh, purchase? Uh, yeah, and I... Wait a second, where'd my pixie sticks go? You Uh. got plenty. (laughs) Did I I eat those already? I'm so sorry. Val Uh. puts her hand on Murph's shoulder and kind of grips, kind of very similar to the way she did it in the mine. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, why did you think he didn't want to go there? Well, Mrs. Finn hasn't told me anything about him. Oh. I think that Mrs. Finn w- would know if she was someone that uh needed to find the place. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're leaving now. Thank you. Bye. She nods. You guys uh, head back outside. So is Murph going to share any of that candy? Um, hmm. What's like your favorite walls. color, Val? Um. Black recently, actually. Licorice, it is. Okay, that's kind of. Murph, what did I do to you? What? You said black. It's the only black one. You know what? Uh, thank, thank you. Thanks. It, do I you, appreciate it. You do. You don't. You don't like licorice, do you? Val's gonna stare at the licorice and imagine that's that it. she's looking at the void. That's how she deals with the anxiety. That's the licorice. Smells like the abyss. Fuck! It smells like darkness and oblivion. Damn it. Val's <laughs> actually like gonna normal. eat it and be like, oh shit, shit, this actually doesn't taste as bad as it used to. Huh. Oh, okay, maybe your tastes have changed. You know, caramel is a, it's a pretty standard, like everybody likes it flavor. It's It, it feeds the soul, I think. Um, do, you, do you want some of that? Uh, yep. Yeah. Thank you, Murph. I actually like the licorice. I'll, I'll just stick with that. It, it's your candy. I was just, uh, you know, you didn't have to offer anything. Uh, okay. Are you okay? You do not look okay. I don't know if you can see things properly, Murph, since you apparently haven't been sleeping. Look, I'm just sugar high. For how many days? Uh. Yep. Before? I think mm-hmm. I kind of lost track. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sleep is hard. You know what? Let's talk about it when we, uh, get back to town, huh? Well, I'm trying to be vulnerable, and you're shutting me down. 
I'm I'm saying that we can talk. Oh boy, fuck. Uh, all right, okay, okay. Murph, I. This is what the book said to do. I. What state, book? Don't don't worry about it. Okay, just just forget I said that. Um, I am trying to make sure that we are in a comfortable space alone where you can feel like you are comfortable talking. Yes. Okay. Well, feelings don't just happen in comfortable places. You can't just put it in a box. I was just, I, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it with anybody else here, okay? I'm trying for some reason. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm trying. Uh, if you to talk about it now, uh, you could talk about it now. I mean, you know. I wanted to talk about it now. That's why I started a conversation. Um, okay. But you're yeah. being real weird about it. I don't do this. <laughs> Have this. conversations with humans? Ow. I'm just, also I'm just no. to the root of the problem here. But also no. Um, so, yes, you were saying. <laughs> Sleep is hard. I'm, like, taking notes in my notebook like the proper scientist, by the way. <laughs> just, Val is having people in your throat, motions, fucking aliens. Jamie, All don't think that you're exempt from this. See you taking notes. Give me a composure occult, Jamie. Three uh, successes. successes. So... When you're listening to this, you notice that when you concentrate too hard on the words, half of them seem to disappear. Like, if you, if you barely listen, you can hear everything. But half of Val's words just sort of slip out of your mind whenever you try to think about them too much. Forget I said that. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Not an effect that seems it seems to be noticed by anyone. Okay. All right. So Murph, you said sleep is hard. Okay. What, is very why? Why you want to delve into that a bit? If a delve is a funny choice of words, don't you think? Look, uh, this is not my forte. You know, the only way to get better at a thing is to do the thing. Yes. Yes. What I avoided, but uh, um, yes. Sure. Uh, I'm guessing it is definitely connected to the thing that happened in the mine. So. Correct. Which part? Good guess. Educated guess. Funny choice of words. That was a very intentional choice of words. Uh, which part? Hmm. Let's think about that for a second. Yes. I feel like you're being sarcastic when I am. I statements out. I feel like you're trying to be sarcastic while I trying to help you and that feels bad i was kind of firing back at you what you fire at us to give you an example doesn't feel particular but i'm not that kind of person well i had sure. to do a terrible terrible thing and i'm trying to not think about it well you know whoa, when, you, when you when you sleep you, you have dreams sometimes and sometimes when you have dreams, you uh, see terrible things that you did over and over and over and over and over endlessly for like 8 to 12 hours, however long you're sleeping. And I'm trying to avoid that to the best of my ability. Okay, that's something we can talk about. Val um, <clears throat> needs to take a moment because, you know, 
So okay. sometimes you have to like tell people things, not because you think that they can magically solve it for you, um, because I'm not expecting you to be able to solve that or Jamie or Oliver or Vincent or or anybody. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be able to fix that. But um, you asked, you know, what was wrong. So that was more of a just that is the current state of events statement. Okay. Okay. All right. You seem like You're... a doer to me. Uh, I'm going to say yes to that. Um, all right. Okay. Murph. It. I get it. Believe me. I get it. And I, I, I don't get. Care. This is going to sound like a terribly. I. I kind of understand why you don't get it, James. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Maybe just a little bit right now. I, I, I swear I don't mean this to sound like snappy or sarcastic, but just bear in mind that I haven't slept for four days. Do you get it? Yeah, Murph, I do. I get the dreams and the not wanting sleep. And I'm not being, I'm not lying about that. Jamie, there's some static coming in. So what do I hear? Right now, it's just a building static that seems to be responding to Murph's state. Oh. As Murph gets, it gets more agitated, the static gets louder. Interesting. I, um... I tell Murph, I say, Murph, I think, I think the way you're feeling is making, making the area around us react in odd ways. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. Jamie, uh, can you maybe just just a minute? Just a minute. Just let's go see no, how they're doing. Maybe no, she's fine. Um. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just gonna come out and say she's gonna grab Murph's hands in what is it? In a ten intention. It, the intention is to be a comforting move. Uh, it's very awkward. She says, "Murph, I know that you're feeling lost and scared and unsure of yourself right now." But you can't skip sleep over it, and I know it's scary, and I'm happy to try and help you. Well, are you projecting that. a little bit? No, I'm talking experience, and I okay. know. Do as I say, not as I do, Murph. We care about you. You hear a clatter outside. Go check it out. It would appear that parts of the sign for the gas station have just broken the chain and fallen to the ground. I think that you're I think that you have very good intentions, but a part of me feels like you're trying to tell me what I'm feeling and not asking me what I'm feeling. Is there a difference? Yes, there is Didn't a huge you just difference. Tell me that you're scared? Is is that not what I you're feeling? Want, I said I didn't want to sleep. I didn't say I was scared to sleep. Okay. All right. You know, sometimes I don't want to eat doesn't mean I don't need to do it. I just I just need to stay awake long enough that I have the kind of sleep that you don't dream. Murph, that doesn't happen. It it definitely happens. I, I mean, you would know. You've been through a finals week, right? <laughs> okay, you're right. But that's the kind of thing that ends up killing you. It's only the one time. Once I can sleep through the night without dreams, the one time, I'll be fine. What if I helped you do that? Wow. There are... Tranquilizer? 
Please don't say drugs. I mean, yeah. I recognize that that is an option, but that's, it's the easiest way out, and it's the quickest way to create an addiction. Okay. Yes. You are not wrong about the potential for addiction. I'll, I'll give you that. But easy way out. Nothing. If you see an easy way out, you should take it. It's there for a reason. And I feel like I'm sounding like Oliver about that, and I kind of hate it, but I'll keep going with it. Val, the the easiest way out would be to just not exist anymore. Okay, all right, oh. Jamie, upon examining where the sign has fallen, you smell leaking gasoline. And you notice some cracks forming in the concrete sides of the building. Oh, or at least, right. not maybe not forming, but they were definitely there, and they seem bigger than they were a little bit ago. Before I go hit the uh, the off button on the gas pumps, if there is such a thing. <laughs> if not, I just tell everybody, hey, we need to get the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I'll grab her hands in hopefully an actually comforting manner. I, I want to stay around. I have purpose. I have people that I need to protect. I, I, go, I just I want to sleep. Billings fest. You okay. know. You want gas to sleep. kind of turned into a bomb. We need to go now. What? There's what a are you gas talking about? The ground. Just, just let's go. Uh, okay, Murph. I'm please let's talk about Everybody. this later. I, I... So you see a visible change in the area around you. This, the whole place looks twenty years older. The formerly freshly painted signs now seem cracked. The building itself seems to uh, be showing hairline cracks in its foundation, the smell of gas, the broken sign. It it looks almost abandoned. Did Murph just silent hill at this place? So, the two of you are back out at the phone, making a phone call. Real, real quick, Vince. Have you ever heard of this Tina lady? Have, have you run into her at all? Have I? Give me a wits plus streetwise roll. You've heard of her. Her penchant for often embarrassing some powerful people through outlandish wagers or simply outlandish, uh, you wouldn't really say pranks, but situations that, that she's gotten them involved in. Well, all right. I've, I've, I know her from before, so I think this will be a good. We've got our foot in the door already. Uh, he puts some coins in, dials up. A woman answers, answers the phone, says, who's, who's calling me? It's, it's far too early in the morning for some restricted number to, to, to be calling me. Who, who is this? Identify yourself. Apologies, this is Oliver. Are you in Europe again? This is Tina, yes? Oliver? Oh, yes, it is, and it's a pleasure to hear your voice as well. Ah, how is our boat, or did you sell it? I didn't so much sell it. Oh, goodness, no. Well, I'm going to have to track that down. I thought of you, and I I don't mean to toot my own horn this early in the morning for you, but I I was wondering if we might uh, meet up and have a a bit of a -a tete-a-tete. I've come into the mining business, and I have some... Where's that you might be uh, interested in? What 
what country are you in? Currently, I'm in the United States. Uh, and which one? I'm in California, uh, the southern part. Oh, you're I'm in L.A.? Well, further in the desert. Uh, oh, like, what's in California that isn't L.A.? What? You're right. Uh, San Diego? A little bit east of that. I think we're, we're almost in Vegas. Uh, almost in Vegas. All right. And where do you want me to meet you? Uh, where is a good midpoint? Or is it conceivable for us to... No, no, we don't want to drive to LA. That's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> bad things would happen. Almost certainly. Reasonable midpoint city that is, like, slightly more cosmopolitan and possibly has, like, a casino around. State line? Yeah. Uh, she says... State line. Uh, now, to pique your interest, what I have is the finest diamond procured by this entire mine. And a little bit of tourmaline if you're interested. I know it's not quite your taste, but I find it's a magnificent color. What's, what's the deal? What are you after? Oh, just finances. And I wouldn't, if you'd be willing, a rematch. This is, oh, did you want to play for it? Absolutely. I'm like looking at Vincent and hoping he doesn't punch me. I can't hear her side of the conversation, but how bad of a vibe am I getting off of him right now? He seems slightly nervous. Give me a insight check. Wits insight. Three. Okay. He seems to be nervous about you overhearing and is being somewhat vague in his responses. So Tina over the phone says, all right, I'll bring my book, and I'll be there three days. It's a date. I make sure I have the time that we're this is... hypothetically going to meet up in the building. And what's your number? Well, I'm going to be out of contact for the next couple days, but when I do get back to civilization, I give her my cell phone number that like just has not been charging. All right. Well, Vincent, I think that went very well. We've got a sale date. A sale date. You sure that's what we got? And we might have an opportunity to double our profits. It's poker, probably. That's our game of choice. And you know who we have with us? Oliver's like smiling super big, just with his hands out like, this is going to be the best. Oliver, you and I both been around her long enough. Ain't like her life is real peachy right now. I'm confident I can do it this time. I'm staring him dead in the eye. My hand gets slightly twitchy. Then I will turn my head. Okay. Do you guys let the others know about uh, any of the details of what you've arranged? Do we see the building slowly falling apart? Give me a wits awareness. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Yes, you notice that the building seems to be disrupted. Older. It is difficult to say exactly why, but... It seems like it's not quite in as good of shape as it was uh, was last time you looked. I check my watch. No disturbance in time. Vincent, I think we should discuss this in a moment with the, all of the people around so we can all fall calm and we can figure out exactly what this is all about. I remove my firearm from my belt and I put it in my coat pocket so I can fire from the hip if I need to. We walk around the side of the building and see uh, the end, tail end of an argument. Yep. Or a rec reconciliation? Hard to tell. Ooh, uh, no, none of that. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. 
I, look, Val, I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You know what? Let's get out of here if there's a gas leak. This, yeah. this first. Gas leak? Val makes a decision right then. Okay. <laughs> Once everybody gets in the car, Oliver is sitting in the back. There's like awkward silence. And he claps his hands. So, everyone, we've got a sale date set up for three days from now in uh, Boulder City. And I do believe we have been challenged to a card match. Oh, that's that's very exciting. Oliver, congratulations. Well, I think congratulations go all around because this, of course, was a team effort. Wouldn't have been able to do it without your support. You got the diamonds mm-hmm. cut, Murph. Very good mm-hmm. job. Thanks. Everyone was crucial in gathering them. You guys head back to the city. Yeah. Um, I desperately to not nod off in the car right. Give me a... Oh. This, this is Resolve. Resolve Survival. Resolve Survival, you say? Uh, it is just around dusk as you get back, in, back into the city. Two, you are able to keep your head up for a little while longer. Difficulty will keep increasing every eight hours. As you arrive in town, uh, you notice a car that matches the one that you saw at the gas station. It is parked outside of the bar. Now how, how did that man find his way over here with those directions? That is an excellent question. Oliver, you're not allowed to speak to Murph anymore. What is talking about? He's allowed to talk to me. No, no, you just picked up his accent and that very uncomfortable. I I don't know what you're talking about. Wow, Murph can do what she wants. Yeah, do what I want. I am my own boss. Oh, on the Val's car ride, uh, mouth snaps shut. Oliver that was harsh. To... I'm so sorry. I'm so tired. <laughs> Oliver's gonna hand uh, Murph a small container of like brownish powder. Now this is a sleeping aid that I got way back when I was in the Amazon. <laughs> it's made of powdered anaconda tooth. <laughs> and what is it actually? Put you right to sleep. No dreams even. Are you, are you lying to me right now, Oliver? Would I do such a thing? Yes. Well, I guess that's up to you. I just stare. Do with it what you will. Although mm-hmm. it is very valuable, so give it back if you're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. I stick it in a pocket. Does it smell like hot chocolate? <laughs> a little bit of a cocoa smell, at least to you. It doesn't smell that way to Murph. It smells like the oil made from a snake. Huh. Ha! Thanks for getting that, Elf. I don't say much. Just look at everyone, nod, and head in there. Yeah, Oliver Ooh. has no reason to avoid it. Go check it out. Go check it out. More drinks. Yay. Uh, you want one, Murph? No, oh, thank you. Okay. I'm a little nauseous. Maybe you should lay down for a bit. Take my jacket if you want it. Okay, I'll take that. But no, I'm, I'm good. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll find a table. I realize, oh shit, how am I going to be able to hide my firearm without my jacket? Without your jacket? Uh, not at all. I weigh my options and side. I actually don't give a fuck. I give Murph my jacket. Okay. The man is looking about and he has been talking to Angela. And as you guys walk in, he looks over at Oliver and walks up to him. Do I recognize this man? You do not. And he brings out a badge 
Well, hello there, stranger. Would you like to sit down? Oh, hello. You're an officer of the law? Agent Thorson, FBI. I'm investigating the murder of a federal agent. Oh, no. Pleasure to meet you, Agent Thorson. I reach out and, like, shake his hand very firmly. Mm-hmm. Come sit down. I'm told that you are new in town. Absolutely. Angela, could you, could you get us all a round of drinks? Soda water for the little lady. Lime. Angela goes and, and gets drinks for everyone and a Sprite for Murph. Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Agent Thorson? And as she puts the, uh, the Sprite down, she looks at, looks at uh, Murph and says, Would you like any vodka in that? I'm good, but thanks. Nods. Agent Thorson says, I don't drink when I'm on duty. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Silly of me to ask. So, could you please tell me if you have ever met a Valerie... I uh, don't it seem to have, it have a last name. I am currently dealing myself a hand for solitaire. She runs an animal sanctuary nearby. Uh, is Val with us? Yes. Yep. And she is gone stony. Hey, Murph. You got one of them cigarettes? Uh, I do. I just light up, and I'm looking at the agent while I smoke. Val's gonna no. glance at Oliver real quick, slowly nodding. That would be me, officer. <laughs> oh, like no, I was about to save you. Spin a yarn. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. Nods and says, how long have you known each other? Yeah, I, I guess about a month. Were you aware of an auto accident at your place of business involving a structure? I want to see if it would be smart to tell the truth. Uh, real quick, I also want to make a roll to see if this is a real FBI. Okay. When he like shows me the badge and stuff and the way he's acting. That would be a composure politics. I am trying to pull a card for if this man means us any harm. Ooh, alright. Seven successes for Oliver. And I guess I lose a paradox. And take a damage. And uh, and what you wanted to know was what? Oliver? Uh, if he's a real fed. Yeah, he... what he's investigating. You are pretty sure that he is a real FBI agent. And you're pretty sure that he's investigating that agent that got killed around the time at 13, oh. which might have been one of the ones that disappeared after your interaction with them. Right. Okay, so he's not dealing with people we ended up... You guys didn't end up killing any agents. You just took one hostage. He starts writing down, down some notes, and he says, I'm curious if you have been aware of anyone in this town suddenly become in possession of a valuable diamond. If anybody out here came into possession of that, they wouldn't say anything. That's kind of inviting some trouble. Yeah, that does seem unlikely. So you haven't heard anything? Nothing. No, sir. Give me a manipulation subterfuge. There's just a bead of sweat as I look at the cards and try not to make eye contact. Go sit outside and enjoy my beer. The card, Jack of Spades, and Ominous Trickster of an Aura. Did oh. both of you get zero successes? <laughs> can I add a face you can trust? <laughs> yes. Give yourself a paradox so, and roll three dice. You're supposed to dominate powers now. Is uh, so, uh, a face you can... For this now, no? Oh, do you have mine five? Four extra dice. Okay. One success! A fairly passable lie. About the lie that you would expect from... A literal village idiot. Okay. So no paradox. No paradox. He looks and says, 
what's your job here? Uh, is it Oliver? Yes, sir. I'm, <laughs> I'm acting as the town medic. And I'm his nurse. I see. Do you happen to have a copy of your doctor's license on you? No, not on me, no. Do you have a license to practice medicine in the state of California? Oh, absolutely. I was just moving from place to place. I'm an itinerant to see. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna need a copy of that sent to me. You're a coyote tamer? Where? No. God, I'm not like one of those TV personalities. I just run the animal sanctuary and technically animal control. Animal control. All right. And so how did you uh, acquire this this recent windfall, the extra money that you, that you seem to have uh, fallen into? Tourmaline. We found a little extra in one of the smaller mines. Is that the mine where two men died? Can you tell me more about that incident? Only what I told the sheriff. The person who hired us, some guy named Rachma. I think he blew the charges early. Has anyone moved into town in the past two months you've been here? And then, as if on cue, 13 walks into the bar. I, I try to catch his eyesight or eye line and just give him the turnaround right now. <laughs> you will never notice it. Uh, he stops as you say, don't go in there. And he starts backing up right as the agent looks up to see, to see him walking backwards out the doorway. Yeah. Agent Thorson gets up and runs out the door after 13. I know, no way. I doubt a potion. Okay. Is 13 running away? 13 is running toward the mines. Okay. Hey, Angela. Yeah? You wouldn't happen to have any Red Bull back there as a mixer. She throws a can. Thank you. What do you all do? Val's, oh, after down. Val's downing a potion. Okay. Not, not just, just the shadow. shadow. And okay. uh, she's going to whisper to it, uh, follow them and tell us where they go if we lose. Running, running. Okay. Vincent and I look at each other and I assume has a look that's like, I hope we don't have to kill another, <laughs> kill a fan. <laughs> well for us. I get up, put out my cigarette, follow after them. Alfred, I hope this is one of those times you can talk real quick because I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I, I was hoping to nip this in the bud before he found out who we really were, but it seems like Chase is on. This is why we don't talk to the feds, Oliver. Vita just kept your mouth shut. He talked to us first. As you're having this conversation, the two of them are running straight towards the mine. Yeah. Oh, Half-hearted jog after. Okay, uh, give me... Dex Athletics for anyone who's, who's at a full sprint running. Fantastic. And I do believe my correspondence might come into play. That's five for Vincent. All right. So on the switchback leading down in, in one of the deep, the deeper mine areas, the agent reaches over and he grabs 13's shoulder from around a corner. 13 pulls away and the agent holds on and they start going over the rail. You're the only one in the range to do something. What do you do? Okay. I am watching one or both of them start to go over the railing towards somewhere perilous. It's not so much somewhere perilous. It's down the mine shaft that either has no bottom, or if it does have a bottom, you would definitely die when you hit it. Okay, one of two things is going to happen here. I don't assume I am strong enough to save both of them. I'm going to do a coin flip. Mental coin flip to decide who I'm going to try and grab. <sighs> The FBI agent is closer. As he is pulled over the railing, you manage to grab onto his shoe as he goes over the railing. 
You have him suspended suspend by one foot over this bottomless hole. Thirteen pulling away is what pulled the guy. So thirteen is safe. Okay, uh, I want to be pulling this guy back over while giving thirteen a look like what the actual fuck, man. Okay, give me a strength plus athletics roll, difficulty three. Botch. Am I in range to happy accident? Yes. <laughs> so you want the accident to be happy for? Willpower happened first before happy accident. You want to willpower it because you can do that instead. Oh man, I would have to get all three. Yeah, exactly. I could hashtag bless you for extra, or I could happy accident. I think he really cares about this and about 13. So I'm going to try and roll willpower. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Murph is the glue to our successes. The foot starts slipping out of the shoe, but you manage to swing him so he lands one level lower on the uh, the next uh, stairs down about 10 people right in front of 13 oh shit does he land gracefully oh no he flops on the ground on his head right in front of 13 who trips over him which looks (laughs) a lot like kicking him (laughs) the fbi agent goes for him this man is unarmed officer the others have arrived now. Let's get to this initiative tracker. Because I want to try some wild stuff. Uh, let's see. That is one action for Vincent, one action for Murph. Something really quick, and it's just yell, Don't shoot! And just hypnotic suggestion. I might have to do the whole sentence in normal talking to do that. You have to be in a conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I let's... say it anyway. Okay. You can do improvised magic. You could just... Try yelling. Yep, that's what I'm planning on doing as well, but not yelling a command. Jamie. Uh, Do I got anything? No, I don't got anything that'd be helpful. Val? Is this technically a canyon? Is there an echo? (laughs) There's quite an echo. Oh god, is this a bad idea? Uh, Are you drinking your big potion? I might drink my big potion. Go vulgar as fuck. (laughs) 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 Um... Invisible force holding him down doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually, you know, anything's actually... It wouldn't be until next turn anyway, because the the action would be creating the thing, and then it would act on your turn. Okay, yes, gonna do it. I don't know if I'll actually do the thing I wanted, I'm thinking of next turn, but I I will at least... Do you drink and then shout... God, I don't want him to know it's me, is the problem. I I think I would shout down the hole, thinking on it a little bit. Both of you get back here, it's dangerous down there. Get out of there! Excellent. Makes the most sense. Okay, so? I want to yell out, uh, mostly to the people around me, but loud enough that the agent can hear. Now, don't worry, everyone. I've seen agents like him shoot before. They can't hit the broadside of a barn. And I want to steal skills, his firearms. Awesome! All right, that will go against his five will. What am I rolling? You are rolling, I think that is... Hmm... Definitely manipulation insight. Yeah, manipulation insight. Okay. That's how you undermine someone's confidence. He got five. I would like to willpower. All right. I'm going to willpower three. That's burning it. Okay. So I got six. What's your firearms? Zero. Excellent. You have traded firearms scores with him. You now have a three. 
Three. Three is good. However, uh, he is actually listening to the thing that, that Vincent sh- uh, shouted. Dives over and he grabs 13 by the collar and is pushing him over to the rail with a gun in his face. Okay. Okay, when you say pushing him over to the railing, do you mean pushing to cuff him? Or like he's about to throw 13 off? He looks like he's trying to intimidate him to stop running away. And 13 is looking wild. Oh god, no, wait, this is 13. This will not be a happy accident. Everybody's on on the same action cue? I want to try something wild that I'm sure is super out of my range of abilities right now, but I want to try to entropy the memory of 13 right out of this man's head. That is an entropy 5 effect. You take three paradox just for trying something like that. Okay. Alright. Look, it's a Hail Mary, okay? Alright. I don't really think I could make this situation worse. Take me down final decision and the world will break apart today and the world will break apart today I, I'm very excited to meet a void dinosaur I would like to meet a void dinosaur. Vincent doesn't. <laughs> the most metal-ass shit in the world. Voidlociraptor? Uh, Voidlociraptor. Look, just push the game in the way that makes me open up more uh, more rote slots, okay? And then maybe we'll get to see one. <laughs> so, uh, anyone else get crazies? That was a math, that was a ginger... That was a James, Sam, and... Did it! Ever- ha! Oh, yes! Sam was already too crazy for any of this to really affect her. Val was like, I have all the crazy already, thank you very much. Val ex- excels in situations of panic and emergency. <laughs> yes. All right, line 26, part one. Part one? <laughs> Fuck am I? Uh, line <laughs> return for return of part two. The 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 revenge of line twenty six. 